Welcome to Ayurvedic Healing and Beyond podcast. My name is Vignesh Devraj, an Ayurvedic doctor and holistic health coach. Each week we share wisdom or interview an inspiring personality to guide you become your healthiest self. Remember your health is your greatest asset. In today's episode, I'm sharing one of my speech I gave at an event called Cracking the Wellness Code in San Francisco in July of 2019. The topic that I spoke about was the healing powers of pranayama. I'm pasting the link of the YouTube speech in the show notes if you're interested to know more about it. And this weekend, which is the 12th of July, I'm hosting an online workshop on mantras and sound healing. This event is for those who are interested to know more about the healing powers of certain Vedic mantras and how we can use mantras to improve the quality of our lives and our emotions and our energy. The link to register for this event is available also in the show notes. Now hope you will enjoy the wisdom that is being shared in the speech of this podcast. Now when we talk about breathing there is one system in our body that we need to understand because when we understand why we do certain things and we are our commitment to do it better is enhanced. So one of the systems in our body is called as the lymphatic system. The lymphatic system is also called as the sewage system of our body which helps to purify the blood. If our lymphatic system is functioning efficiently, our blood is purified better. And when our blood is purified better, our energy levels and vitality is also enhanced. So there was a lymphologist in the late 70s he wanted to understand what makes the lymphatic system work efficiently. Like for example, we have a organ that is exclusive for the functioning of the blood circulation, which is our heart. If we don't have the heart, what happens is the blood will flow down, we never get it back up. So the the heart gives an undivided attention in making sure the blood is pumped and all the nutrients are delivered to the target organs and the waste is also eliminated and the lymphatic system makes sure the purification of blood is happening and if the lymphatic system is not functioning for 24 hours we are brain dead see if you have a car and if it is full tank what if somebody keeps a tennis ball in the exhaust pipe you'll never be able to start the car because the waste elimination is blocked unless you drive a tesla because the exhaust pipe is through which the energy flows if that is blocked the energy flow in the car is blocked so you will never be able to start it the same way with our lymphatic system so he was trying to understand how can we understand the efficiency of the lymphatic system to make it better So he used a special camera to understand how the lymphatic system is working and he figured out when people were doing exercises with deep diaphragmatic breathing the lymphatic system was activated and he realized it's not just exercise with diaphragmatic breathing even if you just do a deep diaphragmatic breathing without doing any exercise even then your lymphatic system is functioning efficiently see again we say If the lymphatic system is functioning efficiently your blood purification is better if your blood purification is better your energy and vitality is enhanced one of the favorite prescriptions of a cardiologist today is a blood thinner you know just like the word blood thinner the what the word indicates it makes a thick blood a thin blood because thick blood is a burden for the heart to pump you know 
where thick blood has the potential to block the flow of uh, many of the vessels that can happen. So a blood thinner is a natural, there is a blood thinner that we can do every moment now and then, which is deep diaphragmatic breathing and which cannot be patented by a pharmaceutical company. Now, that is the importance of the medical benefit when we activate the lymphatic system. Now let's do a quick diaphragmatic breathing, how to understand this. If you can sit straight and keep your both arms below your, the last ribs. Just keep your hands here. And when you inhale, you feel both your ribs are expanding. And when you exhale, you are bringing it close. Now try to bring in, keep your hands there, and now we do a deep breathing, inhale, and exhale. Again inhale, and exhale. Once again inhale, and exhale, and feel the diaphragm shrinking. Now congratulations, you are activating your lymphatic system to function better. This is a blood thinner that is happening. If you visit the schools where they teach young kids to become monks and progress spiritually, one of the first lessons that they teach is not language or grammar, it is how to breathe. If our school system taught us how to breathe, we usually take it for granted because we are breathing normally doesn't matter. This is one of the most profound things. If we are more conscious in our breathing, a huge shift can happen in our life. See, every activity that is happening in our body, we can classify into two types. That is voluntary and involuntary action. Voluntary action is, I get to choose what I'm doing. Like, I have to decide and then I do something. Involuntary is, those are the things you don't get to choose. I mean, there is a function in our body called as the autonomous nervous system, which has the intelligence to make our heart to beat, the blood to circulate. Now, we don't get up in the morning and say, okay, now I start to make my heart to beat or I start to make the blood to circulate. If we have to do that, imagine the operational paralysis we could have. So the autonomous nervous system deals with that. And every activity, we can either put it under the voluntary activity or the involuntary activity. And breathing is one aspect that can go under both voluntary and involuntary. We can be conscious of our breathing. At the same time, if we forget it, the autonomous nervous system will take, take over that. Because it's a very vital aspect. And what makes us different from the animals is our ability to be conscious of our breathing. Now it will be interesting to understand the longevity of some of the animals and the number of breeds it takes per minute. For example, the longevity of a dog, I mean it takes 24 breaths per minute and the longevity is uh, 10 to 16 years. If you see the longevity of the elephant and the number of breaths, it, <coughs> it takes 12 breaths per minute and its longevity is over 80 years. And if you see the turtle, it takes four to five breaths per minute. And it lives more than 100 years. There are some turtles which lives up to 150 years. And if you see the longevity of a whale, it takes one breath for 90 minutes and it lives over 200 years. Now, by looking at this, we could have an hypothetical correlation that deeper your breathing, longer you live. You know, in 
my mother tongue we have a saying when you are born every person when he or she is born it's already decided up there how many number of breaths they have to take so you can be conscious and take it slow and live longer or you can breathe it out much faster now the word pranayama we usually associate the word pranayama to be like a weekend yoga retreat or once in a while we go to the yoga teacher and does it the see if you see the meaning most of the books it is translated as breathing exercises but it will be interesting to understand the root meaning of this word sanskrit prana pranasya yama is pranayama there are two sounds to this the word prana it means the energy that gives life see it is the energy that we cannot explain and also the word pra the english word progress it comes from the word pra which means to expand to evolve to grow and it is that energy that is responsible for the sustainability inside all of us and i am the word means to regulate and every moment we are participating in this breathing and that is what the word pranayama actually means and if you see all the spiritual teachers they give so much of importance on how much deep breathing the diaphragmatic breathing many of the yogic breathing techniques there are over 100 different yogic breathing techniques and how this can also influence one of the most important part of ours which is our emotions see there is a teaching which says if there is a tree and if it has two branches if one branch is the breath other branch is our emotion i mean if it is shaking you don't have to hold the whole tree just by holding one branch you are able to control the shaking of the other branch which is our emotions and how important is the emotions emotions are everything the reason why we travel the reason why we fall in love the reason why we eat something the reason why we separate everything has to do with the emotions in fact the word emotion it has this etymology from a french word called emovere which means to disturb see emotion indicates what is your energy level at this point of time if you are angry your energy is different if you are excited and happy you have a different energy and emotion is the energy level at that point of time and there is a statement don't kill the messenger if you don't like the message and emotion is a messenger giving you a message there is some relation that you are looking at things needs to change i mean if you are happy it's different if you are angry it's different when a person is saying it's so easy for me to get angry what that person is saying i trained myself so hard that i can get angry on an autopilot mode and it's a natural pattern you see when we become conscious of our breathing what is happening is we realize we have the ability to respond without a knee jerk reaction which could be anger which could be frustration see according to the world health organization by 2020 the number one diseases number one disability of human global population will be depression and anxiety now one of the reasons why we are having this is because we are not taught how to deal with our emotions in a healthy way okay if you are having a any habit of falling depressed just go take a pill and that's going to help we take this pill in spite of being told long term intake of this pill could later deal with tendencies of committing suicide but still it is being continued taking 
And what we are saying here, when we become aware of our breathing, what happens is we become aware of our choices. Should I give a knee-jerk reaction to what is happening outside or do I have an ability to respond in a healthy way? I'll show you one slide. This is a ECG of a person when he is in frustration and a person when he is in frustration. See, we don't have to be a cardiologist who can read the ECG. You can just understand with the waves how it looks. When somebody is in deep frustration, just by looking at the waves, you know something is wrong there. And when somebody is in deep appreciation, you can see the waves, how it is going. See, our breath, our heartbeat, and our emotions has a huge correlation. And the purpose of this talk starts with, start becoming aware of our breathing. Once we become aware, what happens is we tend to relax. Imagine you're stressed out and suddenly somebody comes and tells you, okay, whatever the problem that you're worried about, it's solved. You don't have to worry about it enough. What will be our immediate reaction? Suddenly we take, <sighs> that's a reaction that we give, which means a person who is breathing deeply has an ability to relax. When somebody is saying, I get stressed out very fast, what that person is saying is, I forgot my ability to relax. And stress or anxiety is another f statement for inability to relax. And this is one of the greatest abilities we could have in a highly digitally addicted escapist culture that we have. You know, we have a overstimulated nervous system that is going on every time and breathing is a way to reduce this overstimulation without any chemicals. We do one small breathing technique and then let us see how we feel after that. Now keep your eyes closed, shoulders relaxed. Just be aware of your breathing, the energy that is keeping our body alive, the energy that we cannot explain in words, that created the mountains, the rivers, the universe, the same energy that is making us breathe. Now connecting to this energy is the way we regulate the life energy inside us. This breathing, we slow down and when we slow down, we relax and when we relax, we are more aligned with now let's do three deep breathings, inhale and exhale. And when you inhale, the stomach is expanding, inhale and exhale. Once again inhale and exhale. And slow it 